Yo, what's good? Welcome to episode 18 of The Safe House and you're joined by Vid, Jazz and Prash. Hey, yeah. hey, 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 hey. What up, what up, what up? What's up, what's up? What's happening, How's... boys? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm okay, I'm okay. Not bad. How about yourself, Jazz, Prash? Been all right, man. First day back at work, which was a bit of a drag, but it is what it is. What about you, Prash? What's, cra- what's cracking? What's cracking lacking? All good, you man. Get steps in. I got <laughs> got those steps in, man. Had to get those steps in. Fake ass steps. Nah, man. My heart was racing. What are you talking about? <laughs> you saw me do those fake steps. Hey, look. You gotta get your step. You got. I got this Apple Watch here yeah, for ninety nine pounds through Vitality Health, nice. and the only way to really be good about it and actually get it for for <laughs> technically free is by doing my steps. So. If running in the spot makes it, then running in the spot that makes it. That is the most Gujarati rationale ever. I fully missed that. How How is it free? Because you do some steps? I don't understand. No, so basically with Vitality Health Insurance, um, they give you this offer and you, you pay £99 and you get Apple Watch. But there's a slight caveat to that. It means you have to attain a certain amount of points every single week. Um, so you have to attain 40 points a week and... You can do that by entering the gym as five points, running, uh, walking 7,000 steps as three points, etc. There's loads of different ways of gaining points. Damn, that's actually a great, great deal because it gives you an incentive to work out. Which is... uh, Yeah, so what happens if you don't keep up? They take it back? No, then you have to start paying like £2.50 or £5 or £7.50 or £10 a month depending on how many points you lose. So you were literally just running on the spot so that I don't have to pay two pound fifty or five pounds uh, this month. Yeah, <laughs> I do that a lot. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so you're it's just fake ass shit. Nah, man. It I, I, apparently running on the spot. I burnt 150 calories. Those watches so... aren't on your. Those answers aren't on your watches, man. <laughs> as long as I'm not paying my five pound a month, I'm good. <laughs> so it really counts the steps you run on the spot. Yeah. Oh damn. Um, I was saying it... you should have tried windmilling it, but Apple's talk going too smart. Now. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Sorry, windmilling. <laughs> windmilling. <laughs> why? Why is always? Why is my shit always taking the worst? Bro, windmilling your arms. Last time uh, you went to a wedding with your balls out. Now you're talking about me windmilling to get some points of Apple Watch. What are you talking? Jazz? Yeah, you got to specify which body part is being windmilled. Jazz, well, we... you can't just throw windmilling out there because windmill your arms. You don't. Everyone thinks windmilling usually means dropping your pants and. Pretending you're doing a hula hoop, yeah, hula hoop. A, a thrust here and a thrust there, and you know, okay. Yeah. I but reiterate I, I, windmilling with your arms. Nah, I had a bit of a, a bad day at the, at the entrance to the gym today. Uh, I got a bit excited and I was running up the stairs to Virgin Active in Mill Hill. And while I was running up, my phone just fell out my pocket because I think I was oh. doing high knees or something ridiculous like that. Nice. Because um, I thought, oh, I'm gonna a big entrance. You know, when you do a big entrance to the gym, you know you're ready for the gym. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I think I know the I know the exact staircase. So, yeah. So last step, phone fell out, and now I've got a cracked screen. Nice. Oh, you have a cracked screen. Yeah. It's I've got a screen protector, but it's cracked underneath the screen. So. Oh. Uh, to be fair with you, I'm rolling on the iPhone Seven still. So. So yeah, man, phone cracked, and luckily there was no shame as there was no one around, so I got away <laughs> with it, you know. 
Otherwise, normally I'd have had a vid like just ripping into me. Like I wouldn't have ripped you because a cracked phone is an emotional one. Best, yeah. I, I would have. I would have probably like given you sympathy and bought you a, a drink and like you know, like patted you on the back and told you it was going to be okay. Because no, cracking your phone is the most emotional. I swear, like, it's it's the worst. But to be fair, this iPhone's lasted me what five five six years. So you said you're on the seven. Yeah, on the seven. Has it oh. has it slowed down in performance or anything like that over the years? Nah, or is it, you know those motherfuckers good. got caught. They, those motherfuckers got slammed with a with a lawsuit. Apple, it was why is that? pretty much nothing. It was it was it was like the smallest. It was like I think like twenty million fine that they paid. What uh, happened though? Speed, so, speed and ticket because they um because like Jazz is saying right because they got caught. Uh, um, their updates basically were the functionality of their software. Exactly. I mean that's just. To be fair with you, it's built-in obsolescence. Every company in the world that's in tech has built-in obsolescence, which is just basically like, why does your battery drain so much quicker than it should do? Why does like components of your phone start to slow down? Because otherwise, you wouldn't get, you wouldn't be wanting the next new phone, the next new this, the next new that. Because um, when you think about it, bro, we pay like a thousand pound over the course of our life over the course of that for that phone right so when you're paying a a thousand pound for something you expect it to last you i mean if i paid a thousand pound for something i expect that shit to last me like eight years the way like your playstation or your or your mac i mean i've had my mac for like seven years now and i spent literally so why are we paying i bought macbook pro in 2013 (laughs) for like 1200 pounds it's still working brand new you lot are gonna cuss me man i'm just a sucker (laughs) bro (laughs) <laughs> they they release a new iPhone, new Mac Pro, whatever. I have to have the latest one. There's just something inside that's a bit fucked, and I just I have to fulfill that need. So they've got me, man. I'm like their target consumer. You are part <laughs> of their ecosystem, <laughs> and everything. I got the Apple Watch, iPhone, iMac, iPad. MacBook Pro, iPad. Have you got so, MacBook yeah. Air? I haven't got it yet, but I'm gonna get the new yeah. one. The four is <laughs> dropping, obviously. So yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's stupid now that I think about it, and I uh, I think, like you mentioned, a thousand pounds, right? Mm. But as a as a as a young as a young boy as a young man, I think the mobile networks covered it pretty well with their contract monthly fee. You don't actually realize how much you're paying for the phone over twenty four months. Yeah. So in the long run, it doesn't feel like such a big hit. But are you yeah, still? Man. Do you? See, I got out of contract life. I just do SIM only and buy the phone outright. Um, yeah, same. I've got some. Yeah, so like that's calm, man. You just pay like what, like ten pounds a month for like unlimited everything, and then you just cop it's the a, phone. It's about twenty pounds for me for the yeah. unlimited every unlimited everything, and then yeah, yeah but I, I still want the uh, the iPhone twelve Pro Max, which is one point one k, and to drop that on anything, I mean. Did you um, did you see the event yesterday? I didn't watch all of it. So I mean, I saw the highlights. I got mm. like little forwarded messages on WhatsApp because that's the only way I can keep up now. No, nothing. They know else, they're about so. to suck you in. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I can tell but, your notifications have been popping. What was the what was the deal crash? What were they saying? Well, they obviously made a big deal about five G. Um, you know, for especially for gate gaming. They're always um, late. They're always late. Five G's been late. around for so long, isn't it? It's like it's true. They're, they're so late on it um but yeah so 5g was quite a big deal um the camera quality having the lidar in in it um so it's just like depth of field so it kind of maps out uh the room or the environment you're in for augmented to reality to kick in 
but not just augmented reality. So say like you're an interior designer and you wanted to quickly scan a room and then, you know, you can drop, it, it, it will automatically pick up walls and floor and ceiling and obstacles in the way and build the environment for you. So you're not sitting there sketching out on CAD okay. or whatever. That's so, yeah, pretty sick. It's, it's really cool. It's a game changer. Um, it's a game changer for yeah. for quite a few industries. Gaming, design, there's loads of other different applications of it. Um, there was an Insta and... meme saying it, it's it's game over, boys, because apparently it's got the ruler app where you can measure oh, the no. height. <laughs> you, oh, can me- you can measure the height of someone. <laughs> and the tweet was like, "It's oh, game over, boys. We about... found out." <laughs> I thought you were talking about measuring your your that's uh, what I land. Thought. That's literally <laughs> land kebab. Well, that's the, the it's game over even more. Then that's that's the the, the first obstacle. You hit that that short range, that five five range, man. Fuck. I think Asian boys these days are rarely five five because the majority of them wear air forces. Oh, I thought everyone was talking about their dick being. Nah, man. You like what is going on? I just I realized. No, I had no about... idea. <laughs> Let's clear this up. Five foot five in height. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because of these bad boys. Because of the air. Oh, fresh, freshest. Get them on. Yeah. Sorry, Prash. So. So yeah. So, what else were they talking about then on the? They got the show? Uh, like this unbelievable new screen. You can take your iPhone down to six meters for thirty minutes, and it won't. Well, technically, it won't break. Um, for real, just like okay, okay. Who's gonna who's gonna try that first? I mean, Manoli. it looks, it looks um, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. I say that because Prash and Manoli and I were in Colombia and Manoli jumped into a uh, waterfall with his phone thinking that it was waterproof. <laughs> and then, <laughs> the, and then, he, then he got out and was just like, oh shit, it's not working. Oh no. The, be- the, be- the best part about this is that he was so confident. He video selfie jumping down the waterfall as if as if he it was it was all gonna be fine. And there was a plunge pool at the bottom. So he just went straight down under. And 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 the funny part about it was he was shocked that it wasn't working. Was it was it an iPhone? I was like, yeah. yeah I was yeah. like I was like, why are you shocked? I remember that so well. Prash, was, Prash was laughing for hours. <laughs> he was literally just laughing at Manoli for hours. <laughs> you... oh, the, the thing is, I had a GoPro. I, I could He could have easily just taken my GoPro. That's, def- <laughs> that's definitely waterproof, right? GoPros yeah. are waterproof. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Only if you've got them in the case. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Okay, okay. So you're I still going to have the waterproof casing and shit. <laughs> Chigs, don't ruin your GoPro. <laughs> it's not Apple, so I don't have one, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so one I'm surprised amazing... Apple haven't released something like that yet. One amazing thing is that the iPhone video is now you can now record in Dolby HDR, which means that if you genuinely that just means wanted... to me, so that means so that mean? it's cinema. It's basically it's like cinema, cinema quality uh, film footage. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's you can shoot like ins- commercials and shit like that. That's you can shoot it. commercials. You can shoot um at full on like documentaries. You can shoot. Damn. If you, you yeah. know, I love shooting. Yo, who's got a dog? Oh, oh yeah, you do chicks. <laughs> I forgot. Alfie, how? Is that, how... Is that Alfie? Alfie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a little. Oh, I was just wondering. I forgot. I forgot about Alfie. How is he? Alfie, my little cockapoo man. As you can hear, he's he's uh, boisterous, bro. He's 
running around barking. He's so cute. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie, Chicks. Karina was absolutely in love with the dog. In love with him, and then he tried humping her. And she's like, and she. Dog is a dog. And then she's just, and she's just like, all his innocence and cuteness has just been evaporated. She's like, I can't look at him the same anymore. Oh, that's a shame. Alfie, Alfie's a—he's one of a kind. If he hurt my leg, I still think he was cute. You, you saw him in the puppy stage, didn't you, Vid? Oh, I know he's still tiny though, right? He's like medium sized. We should get him on camera sometime. Though. We should get him on camera. You know, he's he's so photogenic. But uh, maybe we should use the new your new iPhone 12 to to shoot him <laughs> in, in cinema mode. The, the pre order is not opened yet, so are you, as soon as that. Which one are you? Which one are you planning on getting? Because they're releasing a massive range yeah. of iPhones this year. It's it's a big collection. Um, they, they've even got an iPhone Mini. Yeah. So like they've gone down one in size, um, but it's probably I haven't had the, I've, I've had the ten, which has lasted me like three years, and that's how I got out of the contract as well, okay. because it was so good. Like it, I didn't feel the need to, you know, like sometimes I, I felt like performance slowed down. Mm. I felt like with the ten, it was quite consistent, and there weren't big enough leaps into the next one, so I didn't I didn't feel like I, I didn't get FOMO. Yeah. So yeah, I kept yeah. it, got got out of the contract, and now I'm gonna buy it outright. It's probably gonna be the the bigger screen one. So the Max nice. Pro, um, purely because to to view good videos, you know. Oh yeah. The... Oh, yeah. <laughs> what kind of videos <laughs> are you viewing? What kind was, of videos are you viewing? I could see it setting up for this, <laughs> as I was as I was saying. Uh, what no, kind of the, websites are you visiting? The only videos I watch are the ones that uh, you send me, Vid. So, oh. um, you know, it's, it's home videos. Uh, oh, Babu. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it, Banda Maker and Just Rain. Watch that in HD. We need that in HD. Well, we, we tried to shoot a video on our phones, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, a was, couple of years yeah. ago. We can so shoot it another came out one. Well, though. Next time we meet, we're shooting, we're making a movie. It's got to be done. We, it's I mean, be everybody's, done. You've got a drone, don't you, Prash? i got a drone, yeah. but also another good feature on the iPhone, which the GoPro has, is that, you know, any handshaking or movement or anything, yeah. it's got the adjustment. Stabilizer. It's got the stabilizer in it. So even if you're like this or like doing arty with your phone if you're... Like... <laughs> <laughs> because you're just a bit of a retard what about yeah. what about context splash what does it do for context <laughs> only if you have a bit of leg or knee yeah, it, make, it makes a big, big difference do you want to explain what i'm talking about to the boys i don't yeah. think they know no please what... so basically what do you want me to explain yeah i think it's best you want me to explain so we're on a beautiful beach in in in, in uh, Colombia on the yeah. you know Caribbean coast, gorgeous gorgeous evening. We Ooh. spent the whole day on the beach. Same day, Manoli actually gave me a dead leg. He gave me a granddad, right? For jokes, I this story. He gave me. He didn't mean to though. He he was running. He tried to push me over. I was in the water, but he he. I turned as he as he collided with me, and his knee went straight into my thigh. I didn't Ooh. even fall over, he but it was over. the worst granddad I've ever had in my whole life. In the life. sweet spot. Yeah, I literally couldn't walk for like a day. The whole but, day, two days I was limping. But the funny oh, thing is, Manoli waited like the entire... He was waiting for an opportune moment to take Vid out. Standing, obviously. <laughs> so he saw Vid turn his back and just walk slowly into the water while the sun was setting. So he, I just saw him one minute, he was casual. The next minute I see him pelting, literally high knees, everything. 
and he underestimates or overestimates how strong Vid's balance is in the water. And he just rocks on it and bangs into Vid. He falls into the water and Vid's like, what the hell did you just do? But yeah, but the reason the reason I brought up context was because after all that commotion, we're chilling on the beach. We're in some beach chairs. We're chilling, watching the sun go down, you know, taking deep breaths, being in the moment. Mm. And we haven't heard from Prash in about five, ten minutes. He's gone a bit quiet. So we look over there <laughs> and he's, he's got his phone out and he's doing like a long exposure. He's taking a video of the sun going down, right? And we're like, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna, he's like, I'm going to speed it up and it's going to look really good. And, you know, you know, you can watch it in, you know, quick time, Ta- whatever. Time lapse. Yeah. Time yeah. lapse, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we're like, oh, cool, let's see it. Manali checks it out first, and he's like, Prash, you've got your huge, hairy legs either side of the sun. You've, you've got the sun setting, and either side is just Prash's, like, b- bushy, hairy legs. It looks like a forest. It looks like two forests and the sun in the middle. And then, and then Prash is like, yeah, yeah, I had to add context to let let them know where where we are and then, and then adding context just has become a running joke to everything yeah. if there's a, if you ever take a picture and you accidentally get like your thumb in the in the in the photos yeah. you know, adding it's, context. Just, it's just context context as in Prash, were you actually really trying to add context or was that just you know just trying to save yourself was that a there? blonde moment to be, yeah. to be fair you, i think himself. we were fairly intoxicated at that point as well i reckon um <laughs> I don't moment. think Prash knew he was recording his own lot. No, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think it was part of the plan to be completely honest with you. Over these episodes, you guys have sold Colombia so well. I'm like desperate to go there now, man. Bro, I feel like we haven't honest. even. That's haven't dope even... to hear because I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface. It just sounds amazing, man. It sounds incredible. I, I, I would love uh, Manoli uh, or Borag to be here to to retell a couple of those stories. Yeah. We'll, we'll hook that up. We'll hook that yeah. up. But um, how do we? Oh yeah, context. <laughs> how do we get there? No video, video uh, drones. Yeah, yeah we've got to make a movie. movie. Yeah, with Alfie. Yeah, yeah, man. We'll have a whole load, a ton of clips. And I think these days, video editing has become like I wouldn't say easy, but it's uh, it's it's more accessible, isn't it? You can, you Bro, the iPhone. If you get the iPhone 12 Pro Max, the video editing is done there and then. You don't have Man. to do. You don't have to it's send so it. Bad. You don't have to upload it to a computer. You can do all the editing in, like, and it's not just like bullshit editing, like shortening the clip or like yeah, yeah, adding yeah. some words on top or something dumb like that. It's genuine, like uh, color corrections, layering. Like, layering. like it's amazing, man. Like. Yeah, I'm actually a little bit aghast about um, the video recording, editing software on the iPhone 12 Pro Max is ill. Yeah, it's, man. I'm... It's a bit of an enjoyable thing to do because, do you know what? It's YouTube has got so much on there now that you could literally learn That's what I did. things ASAP. Yeah, man, for sure. It's the same with Logic. The same with like music production as well. If you, if you want to learn, it's Any all answer is on there. YouTube's what made me design my first like motion graphics uh, video uh, which was so much fun and then I learned how to do after effects video editing uh, for a campaign at work and I would love to like edit some some of our own movies that we short movies that we make I don't know why we haven't done it yet it's, it's like we've, we've had all, all of these uh, all of this dope hardware that we've never used we just, know, we just got, it's just gotta be done got to be done you got to find the right outlet though i've been trying 
you know, I've been trying to make some make some stuff. I've been filming Prash for years now. <laughs> Prash a, TV. Oh I've my a, god. I've got a bank of material. Prash TV. Prash is constantly on edge because I've got like he's <laughs> like shit. The stuff Vid has on me, bro. Like, will he will he, will he just be recording you and he can't like you, you can never be in peace. Like you just be sitting there. You'll be scaring him. The thing is, I'm I'm very well accustomed to it now. So I, <laughs> he's developed a sixth sense. With yeah, Vid. he has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he knows um, anytime there's a steps outside his door. He's already turned around and he's already he's already anticipated his, mo- <laughs> his move. I just remember in seeing in from Lafra, we I uh, just remember Prash used to wear this baggy polo and those burger slippers. Oh yeah, <laughs> those burger those burger slippers are hard. And were... you'd be sitting in your room and Vid would just burst in and just scream <laughs> and you'd be like ah, <laughs> and then you'd just like turn your back and you'd just put your head in back and be like fucking I'm not again. <laughs> Bruv, the amount of times Vid scared me or just terrorised me at uni is just, it's countless. I don't even know. I think every single day, that was his target. <laughs> the thing is, though, I think for Vid, he sees me as his genuine younger brother. So he's just like, just whatever you would do to younger brother has been done to me by Vid. <laughs> I've never had the luxury of having a younger brother. I mean, Jazz, you, you have. have you, oh, is that course. something you do? Mate non-stop i've had to calm it down now, obviously because now i can get punched back <laughs> <laughs> i gotta be a bit careful now because <laughs> yeah. um i just remember no do you know what one time i remember um seeing my brother kind this he must have been let's just say like 12 and he was walking yeah, yeah. back from kumon so it's only a, sh- a small walk um kumon is that the english tuition um yeah. english i saw I him it was maths Oh, as in like the Brit. Sorry, the British tuition. It's a British tuition um, system. But yeah, you can do English and math off it. So he's walking back, and he didn't know that I was behind him. So I let him continue walking for a bit, and I just started running towards him, and I was like, "Give me your fucking money!" He turned around and was like, "Mate, he has such a cute little apple head as like a ten-year-old, right?" He was pissed. He was fuming, and then I remember he just ran to the front door, but he didn't have the key, so we had to. So he had to wait. We had to both wait for our mum to like open the front door, and I was just standing there, being like, "Oh, I'm sorry," at the front outside the front door, and you could tell like his his fists were clenching. Right, these guys are little butcher at the end of the day. His fists are clenching, and he took his moment when I turned, and he just absolutely lapped me. No and way. I, yeah. You just want, and do you know what? Your kids just get so angry. Their like teeth just like scrunch and their yeah, face yeah. just scrunch. Mate, he had it all. It's like almost he put that he put everything <laughs> into that one kamehameha punch. And uh, Jazz, yeah, you could tell I'm he dead. felt so sad. He felt so happy after that. Damn. He's just I, like, I just needed to do that, and I'm just like I'll take that. <laughs> Chaz, I figured you were like quite a nice older brother. I didn't take you for the you know, you know the. Uh, Kind of teasing, terrorizing type. I, 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 I kind of feel like that was ripped. that was Jazz's first and last. <laughs> nah, first man, and... it just it, it was so big. It's, do you know what it is? Because he was so small growing up, right? It was so it, I took pleasure in like terrorizing the shit out of him. <laughs> it's so, my pleasure. So I, I'd wait. So honestly, he'd be if he was that like on his bed, bro. I'd do like the superplex on him. Like he was like the perfect <laughs> person to do all my wrestling moves on. 
So I could, I'd do back flips on him. I'd do front flips on him. I gave him a few too many nosebleeds. Um, oh my god! You actually made his nosebleed several times. Several but, times. He took it, mate. He's he's a G. He took it. He took yeah, it oh very well. Young, young, so, younger siblings gotta take that. I took some from my olders and I gave I gave it my older cousins and I gave it to my younger cousins. That's how it goes. But dog eat never, dog. You, I think is I think the code was embedded. Never snitch. You don't snitch. You can't sit, you got like you gotta keep it real. If you've taken a lick, you gotta hold it, hold it down and you know <laughs> Only up until a certain age. Because there's still some times when I've taken it a bit too far <laughs> and I'm trying to hush this motherfucker. I'm trying to put the chudder on him to like mute his voice and crying to be like, fuck you know, mom's gonna hear, mom's gonna hear. Stop crying, I'll give you money, stop crying. I had no money, I couldn't even say Oh but well, which PlayStation games do you want? And then they're like milking it, right? Do you know what this guy used to do? Um, do you know what he did to get back at me one day? Because I took it a bit too far. Oh, no. So, do you know po- um, Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh, right? It's like yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. So I had these really, really, really rare Yu-Gi-Oh cards that would have been worth a lot of money today. This motherfucker sold them for £2.50. Oh, my goodness. Do you know how pissed I was? And he was so happy. You should have seen his face. He was so happy at the fact he's like, I didn't, I, I've, I've spent your money on chicken and chips. <laughs> like, that money didn't even come to me. He's like, I've gone and spent that money on chicken and chips. Um, I didn't know that. That's a, to be honest with you, he spent, he spent it on the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. You know that too, that, that you, get the, you get the meal deal, £2. And you get two chicken, two strip burgers, and two packets of chips. I'm very familiar with that meal deal. <laughs> that, I, never, I, was a I never had chip. it. I mean, was it's that... probably good for me. Good you never had a two for two Sam's or Zams. Not on what? the way home. Like on the way home from school, there was an ice cream van at most, and then we didn't get no like chicken shops. Like it was none of that. Oh, none of the chicken not even shops. like a little pizza shop. Nah, none of that. No fried chicken yeah. shop. What the hell? That's like it was, what? It was like it was like key key part of every kid's like high school experience. Bro, you know nah, that we... yellow box, that wide yellow box, the yellow yeah, and orange know. box. <laughs> you know, With you like walk flames home, on it. You just got yeah, 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 wings yeah. and chips all over the floor on yeah, your way yeah. home. <laughs> Where kids have like been fighting or someone's dropped their food. They were full of so much thel. Yeah. Like, Hang on, Chigs. Chigs, what did what was your like greasy meal home? What, what After school used... snack, yeah. What did yeah. you what did you eat when you're watching Fresh Prince and Malcolm? I had to get bro, probably is whatever Mumsy made at home. I had to wait till I got I had to wait till I got home. Otherwise, there was usually just just one ice cream van that we passed, but that's it. So oh, ice cream, you, you probably didn't even cross a high street. Is that probably why? That's it. I'm in the back roads and then I'm home. Like okay. five oh. ten minute, five ten minute walk. So not that's, for me anyway. See, I would always, even if I didn't have a detour, I'd, I'd make sure. <laughs> <laughs> You'd make the trek. Mm. Make the trek. Oh man. Yeah, I just wanted to say one thing. Um, now that Chiggs is here, I just wanted to ask Chiggs, do you remember anything from when we went to C50? I just wanted to get your in- insight on that. Because like, I know <laughs> we spoke on. about that last... I just want to... I'm not even trying to gun you, Prash. I'm just literally just trying to get Chiggs' take because, you know, I okay. want to hear what he has to say. Vid so doesn't want to gun you. He wants Chiggs to gun you. Yeah, I want Chiggs. No, 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 no. I've, I've, I've heard it all. And I'll be honest, right? I mean, I've, I've heard the podcast and Prash, you've taken it like a champ. I have to, I have to say, you've taken it honourably, right? What I will say, Vid, yeah, is I was just as fucked. Listen, yeah. But so, so I'm not in the firing line, so I just kept quiet. I just didn't say nothing. But 
Prash, I was I was pretty pretty wave too. So it's like uh, Vid was like our oh, dad looking after that. Like, it's two unruly children. <laughs> Just like... We got possessed by fifty. I swear. I literally remember Prash was wilding, and I and I was like, oh, I was like, damn, I really need help. I looked at Chigs, and Chigs is just like so <laughs> out of it. With everyone else. He's, He's just like the other this, this this classic Chigs thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just like throws his hands up and he's like, nah, I'm doing nothing. And I look back, I'm like, well, I guess I'm on my own now. <laughs> so every every time I felt a little bit guilty, every time Prash gets it from you, I'm like, oh man, I, I, I never really. But the thing is, I think in that moment, Prash, it, it was more evident because like your arms were everywhere. They were like the like flying around. You know, like that, like you yeah, know, that, that, that outside, outside yeah, like yeah. a car wash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, a blow up guy. <laughs> that, that, that was crash. Look, man, it happens. It does happen. It happens. It does, ha- it does happen. It does happen. No, that's <laughs> the thing. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. It does happen. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I just wanted to know if Chigs, what what Chigs remembered. So I, I remember quite a lot. So I. I will be honest, I remember seeing Vid's face and I, I don't think I've ever seen... Vid's never really angry. I, I've, I don't think I've ever seen Vid angry, but he had a look on his face that I, I don't think I've, I'd ever witnessed and it was just like, I can't believe this shit. Like, I'm I'm here to watch 50 Cent and you're fucking up my night. Like, I can't believe this. Like, but I, I, and at the time, I was kind of like, what? how come he's making that face? But Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Prash wasn't bothering me because yeah, I was just yeah. as fucked, right? So yeah. I, <laughs> Chicks was like, what's the problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I was kind of oblivious, but then I started sobering up. And as, as we were walking outside of the arena, I started realizing Prash was like really, really turned. And then um, we actually went and got another drink. I don't know if you guys remember. We went we? to like a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We went to a bar post-show to like so, debrief. I've actually got a video from there and I'll send it in the WhatsApp. You can't even remember that. We're outside. You can't even yeah. hear it, right? Because it's windy. Yeah, super windy. And um, we were just, yeah, it, at that point. It, was this in the O2? Yeah. No, outside. Oh. Like, well, it's, it's in the, it's it's like 100 yards away. I think it was like a like a bar and grill, that type place, but it had like a rooftop yeah, area. Yeah. I just remember. Right, you waiting. remember, Prash? Do you remember? I remember. You were talking waiting. to those, those Spanish girls. I, I just made that up. I'm just fucking with you. We, we just saw the what? whites in Prash's eyes. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like deer in headlights right now. He's like, <laughs> he's about to get more steps on his watch. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, that concert itself was enjoyable. We saw Savak. I don't know if you remember that. I, a, a... I remember that because there was a picture. Yeah, <laughs> so you don't remember the moment. <laughs> that was so early. That was no, like pre-show. No, no bruv, bruv. I do, yeah. I do, I do. Genuinely, I do, I do remember that. He was, was in me... the like outside area of the bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And me and you met first um, because Vid was running a bit late. So it was me and you who got juiced quicker. Obviously, we had a That's couple more what... doubles. That's what the problem was. Me and you met up first. I mean, yeah, you know, there's no control there, oh, obviously. Man. So it was like double after double after double, and um, yeah, yeah. You guys I had, I had like a great three time. drinks in by the time I arrived. Definitely, I, I know that you're probably aware that like these guys are a bit a bit tips. Chigs, did you have, did, would you say you had more fun? <laughs> would you say you had more fun at Drake? Crash's <laughs> dad just came in the room. We should get him on the show. We should get him on the show. He's a legend. Uh, Uncle Vimps. <laughs> yeah, we should get him to drop a couple, couple bars. Did he bring in your juddies? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I saw a pink pair. He brought, he brought my, um, 
my my washing and 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 said you're welcome your highness <laughs> yeah. that was amazing <laughs> so classic 13 pairs <laughs> 25 oh, pairs sorry Fresh, what were you saying yeah uh, oh chicks i was just gonna say uh, do you think you had more fun at 50 or drizzy oh <laughs> uh, you guys addressed you guys addressed my concerns at the drake concert but you know what's what's funnier is Prash, the reason why I relate to you even more, right? So, okay, you, you hit the nail on the head. On the last Drake concert we went to, I left early. I left 15 minutes into the show because these girls were just in my ear the whole time. <laughs> They're like, you dickhead? Why are you standing in the front row? And I was why like, why are you so fucking I, tall? Because I love Drake, man. Like, let, let, me, <laughs> let me be. But, Prash, the first two Drake concerts I went to, I got kicked out both times of the O2, twice. Uh, wow. Because I was too drunk and too excited and I got kicked out. So, I do... I do understand and I appreciate where you're coming from when you're when you're watching your idol and you're gassed. I know, mm, man. And the thing I mean, is, I idol, but you know your favorite artist. Sorry. I I do remember waking up in vids. I think I ended up crashing at vids because I don't even know where I crashed. Honestly, but I remember waking up and vid coming down, and he was like, "Sir, did you enjoy fifty? Oh God! <laughs> and I was like, "You you know vid. that moment when someone knows." Like they know, they know the night, and you you have no idea. And you're yeah, like, yeah. how much, how much does he know or not know? But I was I was very honest with Vid. I was the first thing I said was, bro, I don't really remember much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that's that's my take on it, Vid. Honestly, I think um, I'm very grateful to you for keeping me out of the firing line. But I, I I know that I wasn't I wasn't the easiest to handle that day either. So. It's cool, uh, it's cool, it's cool. I wasn't uh, looking for anything like that. I was just, I just wanted you to, if you remembered something that happened that night that I didn't, I was, that's what I was, you know, wondering. I mean, or, uh, you know, the, just your yeah. take. When you said, when you said, yeah, Chiggs was in the aisle, I didn't even remember that. I was like, was I in the aisle? I had no idea, but it was, it was 16 50 cent. Window shopper was, we, obviously... um, we snuck a bottle in. That's what happened as well. On top of all of that, Flipping. you oh, snuck yeah, in the bag. a bottle. In the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I bought a bottle and Chiggs had his gym bag with him. Yeah. All black duffel yeah, yeah, bag. Yeah, 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 and then yeah, we, yeah. We, we quickly stuffed... You, you brought, like, mad T-shirts and towels. <laughs> yeah. Up. Well, they, they clocked us. They clocked us at the Did front. They? But there was a, it, was a, it was a ute. It was a young dude. Who he was let us through, right? Yeah, he, he was really nice about it. He was like, you know what? He's like, he, looked, he looked around, see if his seniors was there. And he was like, just go. Yeah. And then we just went through. Did we finish you know, it? Bro, duppy, gone. Like, absolutely... <laughs> rinsed did we even sh- use did we even do mixer I, I think i'm pretty sure we had some mixer as well cool. um yeah yeah Bloody but, hell. but yeah so that that explains a lot because you know you know in the o2 it's like 10 pound for a single so it's a bit, a bit of a madness and you don't want to leave your seat you kind of want to yeah. be there um, yeah you hooked it up yeah for sure it was sick it was sick it was oh, dope yeah i would i would love to go again despite everything that happened I would love. I would actually love to go again. <laughs> I would join again, and I would actually. I would go see it again, but I just put jazz. I put Prash in between me and jazz. That's no, what no. I would that would be my redemption. <laughs> I, I I need redemption, so I would be. I'll take your role, Vid, and and try this time and... I would get me and Vid can get absolutely mush up. Hundred percent, you guys. Me and Chiggs will look after you. Don't worry. Yeah, we, I, we got I mean, we'll we'll uh, good one. Vid, Vid maybe. <laughs> Yeah, Vid Vid maybe would let himself get there, but Jazz, we've established that you know you don't really drink. You don't really drink more than three drinks. Chigs, like, that's oh, why. I do. I just, I just, I just can t- handle my booze. Chigs, that's oh, why. Oh, oh shit! Oh, shit. Okay. Wait, big man. I'm gonna okay. get your brother to come come punch you in the face. 
Oh man, but so I guess it is. Is is it true what they say about? So is it quite stereotypical? Is it offensive when they say that Punjabis drink a lot, or is that do you take that with pride? It's a good question, Chaz. He's gonna say he's Rajasthani. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's gonna say he's Marwari. Yeah, I'm actually Marwari. <laughs> if you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I would. Say, yeah, I'd say that the stereotype is is real. Okay, but, but do you, do you know what the No. I don't take okay, it as like a good thing because I don't it's think like, it's, it's, this is the reason why. It's because like every single wedding event you go to, there's always a beef. There's always a ruckus. It's like if I go to a Punjabi wedding and there's not a beef, I'm like shit. We did well. <laughs> it's, it's like them ones. It's like it got to the point where I was like, they should at this point they should just include it on the list of events. You know, like, <laughs> like, Wash pit. eight to nine p.m. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, reception eight p.m. <laughs> Between Bully, stars and mains. 10 p.m., yeah. 1 a.m., <laughs> fight in the car park. Just do yeah. it that way. That way, at least everyone just knows. <laughs> I've only Speaking ever been it. to one wedding where there's been a fight. I haven't like, been why? to any Who's weddings fighting? with any fights. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. I'll... The only <laughs> fight I have is with my wife, who says, you're too drunk, let's go home. <laughs> so that's that's the only beef that ever happens. That's the way it should be. be. So it's, I, get, way, I get taken out. Yeah. I've been observing that same fight between my parents for like my whole <laughs> life. My whole life is that. It's literally that. It's good. At, at least um, you know it's secretly least... enjoyed though. Like it's probably one thing that Noobs looks forward to the most. She'll say oh, she'll yeah, be pissed, but she probably just loves just chewing your head off. <laughs> Imagine being a woman and having a out of control drunk husband who's embarrassing you. Just imagine oh, no. that. Imagine no, no, that feeling for a moment. Oh, <laughs> oh no. man! It's I just... mean, but at the time you think you're you're the you're the man. You're not doing anything <laughs> embarrassing. You're you're turning up the party like you know you're just having a good time. You but feel no. like George Clooney, but really you're like Grandass Man. And then you're looking <laughs> peak. Um, I can imagine Chigs though being the Darubai, so you'd be like, you'd basically up and job being a Gujarati wait, yeah, at a wedding. Literally, literally. I you do, drink more do, than me. Like, I do. I do enjoy a drink. I can't. I can't deny that. I do like having a, a bit of a drink. You had yeah. so many at your wedding reception. There was I was literally so just about to say the same many thing. <laughs> bottles of whiskey. It was, it was mad, man. <laughs> well, Jigs, I was gonna say you probably had one of the best bars at a wedding. Like you had so much variety. I had different flavored vodka. That's that means hard. a lot to me, man. That means yeah. a lot to me. Yeah. I appreciate that. It was fucking I mean, dope, man. I mean, obviously, I like drinking. How could it be my wedding if I don't have variety of drinks, right? That's that would be the, silly. But the thing is, the standard wedding could have like a whiskey and a vodka, and then beers and wines, and you'd pretty, you're pretty much there. You had like everything. different blends, bro. different flavors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> flavor gin or flavor or or flavor yeah. vodka. <laughs> My, I mean, I, I gotta say, one of my favorite moments is when you sprayed the bottle on the dance floor at the yeah. other event. You're the oh, one the Mendy that. night, oh and God. I recorded it. That was incredible. It's right at the end of the night, and everyone's singing God's plan. Oh yeah, my God, God. Vin, nice. your recording skills were on point. Like, I don't think you could have captured that any better. Like, I think the one thing that defined that wedding was, was probably that? when you spat. Actually, when you actually when you when you did the motto, but I'd say with that that recording that Vin took. <laughs> oh. In my in my opinion. Absolute madness. Good times, man. Yeah, Chigs. Oh, Chigs, I think you'd frozen, but like, you um, you sprayed the bottle so perfectly. <laughs> Chigs' face that he's frozen on. Yeah, you froze for a sec, but... You were like... Eh? 
But you shook the bottle, you sprayed it so perfectly, man. It was oh, that was an epic yeah, moment. That was it was actually your beer was bottle a... as well, like. Yeah, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't quite champagne. That's so ratchet. <laughs> I just I just um I just yeah, I just remember watching that video the next day and the amount of the joy it filled me with, like was incredible. And still now when I watch it, it was just like one of the best moments and it just feels like the start of that summer of like twenty eighteen summer. Yeah. It was like boom, like that's that's the kind of clip I remember. Like it was, uh, yeah. And thank you all, man. I'm, I'm I still just, watch that video like once a month. I'm very, I mean, it was sick, man. I'm very grateful that we had like we had the opportunity that we could have done that. That was that was a that was a great period. Of time. I remember we had the after party in your in your suite. That was mad. That was insane. I. It was a bit ratchet, man. There was so much shit going on. Man. It was a, a lot, a lot of shit went down on that on the after party. I can't believe it, bro. That was yeah, it was um, exceeding my expectations by like, I mean, by a mile. I've never been married before, obviously, and Jazz is in the process at the moment. So um, again, Chase's facial expressions that he's freezing on. I mean, so how sad. many men are watching Netflix in Chase's yard? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of bandwidth has been taken up. Is it? Is it still mashing up? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, man. It's probably my dad watching TikTok, man. He's on that shit all day. Bro. <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, uh, Does he watch started, TikTok? Bro. bro, he puts his earbuds in, yeah? And he's watching <laughs> He's watching Asian news in front of him. Like He's watching it on the TV where they're shouting, you know, uh, Narendra Modi, blah, blah, blah. And then <laughs> in, in, in his earbuds, he's just watching like fucking TikTok videos on the side. Just like... So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why the bandwidth is fucked up so sorry listeners i, I apologize for my stupid network issues here but yeah man um where were we were yeah that was a great moment and uh your wedding was I just, lit i your can't wait to do it absolutely lit i can't wait to be on the other side at yours like get to enjoy it that way that's the thing man i'm not sure if it's gonna be able to go down like that this year i've only i've got i've got a, a limit of 15 people Oh shit! So you're just yeah. gonna have like four flavors of gin as opposed to twelve. <laughs> <laughs> so f- yeah, fifteen, but, yeah, uh, Jazz, you got fifteen. So what, me? Not James... even fifteen. It's seven. <laughs> I get seven. <laughs> Boy, it just changed that rapidly in that moment. <laughs> no, no, no. As in, like, you get fifteen wow. together, but <laughs> it's just decreasing. Gonna... <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I'm not inviting you to a wedding. <laughs> Jazz, <laughs> Jazz, and I, I know you were super organized with your vendors and your suppliers and stuff. So what? What happened with all of that then? So, so did you luckily, have to cancel them? no, we haven't cancelled them yet. But um, we, I didn't. I put them on a retainer, so I didn't actually pay for the full services upfront. I said I'm going to yeah. pay you in stages. Right, so right, right. not until it. So luckily, because I did that, I didn't have to. I didn't. I haven't lost out touch wood on much. But the wedding, if they're saying you go, you can only have like set fifteen people max, which means I'll get seven people, which is bro, that's nothing. But are you sure that's gonna last by the time? I'm it's hoping your day? not. I'm hoping not. But to yeah. be honest, if something doesn't happen, um, if the wedding can't happen the way I want it to, then hopefully in the summer I can throw like a big party at home or just something because I want to oh, be able to yeah. celebrate it. Definitely, man. Definitely. I hear that. I hear. I bet. I bet. Part of you is like super happy about a small thing because don't get me wrong. Don't get. Fifteen people is like. Now, to be honest, I want as many people there to see me get married. That's the most important thing. The reception and that I can, you can do something afterwards. But for the actual wedding, mm, it'd be nice yeah. to have as many I people thought, there. Like, I, I thought you. we'll be on Zoom. We'll be like live. We'll we'll be recording an episode whilst it's going on. You know, just like live commentary. 
I mean, Prash, you you were you spoke we spoke on we spoke earlier this week, and uh, you mentioned that person who set up that kind of big screen in uh, in Essex. They set up like a massive screen, and then the the guests came in in their cars. Yes, and just like yes, watch, the... they watched the wedding from their cars in the in the field, right? Yeah, that was right. That was um that was Sahali. Um, <clears throat> she was the wedding planner there, but um. <laughs> Jazz, you should definitely stream it so that we can watch it. Like that, that should definitely be something that we. Yeah, it'll be a stream. So the the photographers have already said that they can do something like that. But okay. hopefully by March next year, man, um, everything will have calmed down. I'm hoping that things would have been but, lifted by. But then. even if it goes to thirty people, like it's not going to make that much of a difference. <laughs> I can't tr- believe it's that close, man. It's come around so quick. March Six is months. like around the corner. Yeah, man. Around the corner. It's madness. It's madness. I'm just hoping that the fucking plane services or the, the airlines open up their open up their their corridors again man because i need a I need, I need to start flying again you need a honeymoon i need a honeymoon yeah. i need to come down and see vid hello actually oh the three God. of us need to come down the three of us need to come down and do Canada. i need to hit up british columbia asap asap bro that's to be done vid um, will you still be there i'm not sure i'm thinking of moving to toronto in march my... Oh shit! The six, the six, 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 six. Yeah, yeah. Drizzy's calling. Yeah. Drizzy's calling. <laughs> Hotline bling vid. <laughs> That's I'm what good. this show was really about, isn't it? We're gonna unveil that vid's been signed to OVO, uh, <laughs> and he's he's moving to Toronto in I, March. I recently caught some OVO attire. What's the shop like? I've never actually been to one of the shops. Is it clean? Mad, like, mad quite, clean. Mad yeah. basic. It's literally just gone. And that's it's it. It's like the Apple store, isn't it? Yeah. Right, right, right. Minimalistic. Sorry. I was going to say, did you guys um, st- um hear about this Cuties um, film on Netflix? Excuse me? Huh? So nah. there's an... Oh, so maybe... Who's, who's a cutie? Cutie? No, no. So it's actually it was actually quite a serious thing that came out on... um. Well, there was a there was a movie that got released called Cuties on Netflix, and it got probably one of the worst reactions I've ever seen from a movie. Um, the actual vid, the movie, and the trailer was about four girl, four young girls. I think it must have been about eleven or four, twelve or something, like dancing very provocatively. Like, yeah, mate, it was awful. Okay, and it sounds like everything else is going on in the world right now. Yeah, honestly, people are just so confused. They're like, how the hell are they getting 13-year-old girls to dance like this in a movie and think it's acceptable? And rightfully so, Pete, the world went mad on Twitter. And the CEO recently came out and defended it. CEO and of what? Just Twitter like, or Netflix? On twi- um, the CEO of um, Netflix came out and on um, in an article in the New York Times and defended the the movie saying it's act it's not as it's not what people think it's actually supposed to be a way of um showing the differences between uh, of a girl navigating through liberal and western culture and i'm just like your your fucking trailer has just shown you making all these girls dance in the most disgusting way where is the cultural aspect of this being shown like you you there's no evidence of that in here and it's just like, why do people need to see an 11-year-old, like, fucking shake it out? When you say cultural aspect, what is it, an international film? Is it an Indian film? I think it was a French, it was a French um, director. Okay, okay. And okay. apparently they were getting death threats constantly. But I was just thinking, how on earth has this, is the CEO defending this? It was just I mad. I need to watch it. I never was in the trailer. 
this is this is it's been training for a while now so i'm surprised you guys uh it wasn't on your thing is you you would have thought after so many screenings and so much like understanding and knowledge of the actual movie that by the time of public release they would have like nailed all ironed out all of these things right and it still gets to this point it's just like and 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 you think you're jazz you're, you're like i can't believe the ceo is backing it but he's invested probably so much time believing what is being produced is okay or good or satisfactory that yeah. like i think it's i think it's harder than you it's harder well you're making it sound as if it's like why the hell is the ceo just like backing it but he's obviously he's given it, he, he's given it the green tick right so do you know what if you go and see the how horrific the trailer is, oh, is you're is gonna be the thing is people haven't people haven't watched the movie they're never gonna give a chance to watch the movie because of mm. how bad the trailer was like oh, you wow. wouldn't watch the trailer and then think yeah let me just give it a go just to see if there's anything deeper to this but that's what the the director was saying that there's actually a much more deeper meaning but i'm just like you didn't portray that in your bloody trailer so how mm. on earth are you are you doing are you allowing this to happen i would just think it was just i was just so crazy I was just like mind boggled about how this was even allowed to to make. It. And you know what? The worst thing is, it's considered award winning. It won an award at Sundance, which is like a music festival. Movie festival, just, right? Yeah, the uh, movie festival. Sorry, yeah. And I'm just like, this is just. There's nothing award winning about this. Didn't they go to Sundance in Entourage? They do. Yeah, yeah they do. Right with yeah. Billy Walsh. Is it Billy Walsh? Billy I think Walsh. they watched the movie outside on the beach. On a big screen? No, that was the movie. Is that someone's house? That was so the one that um, in Entourage was about their movie that Vince was shooting for um, Queens Boulevard with Billy Walsh. Mm. You know what just occurred to me the other day? Do you guys you guys know Meadow from Sopranos, right? Tony's daughter, right? Yeah. You know, you know she's she's also an Entourage. She's an Entourage. She's Turtles girl. Yeah, it completely just clicked in my head. But she's actually but she's actually known in Entourage as Meadow Soprano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They so talk like about her role in The Sopranos. They're yeah. Openly on the show, they acknowledge she was in The Sopranos. That's what okay, I love about Entourage. Okay. Everyone just plays their real selves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Madness. But Jazz, tell me more about your two days off. How I know it came to a quick end, but like, how was it? <laughs> so I went and got a trim. <clears throat> I see you're looking good. Yeah. Thank you, a, man. That's the it first was, thing uh... I said to him. <laughs> so I got there in the morning. Um, and it was just a bit it was awkward man because the main guy so there's two guys so i go all the way into barbican so i live in hendon and i go into barbican for my haircut because i've been going That's to this guy crazy. for about seven years now like the moment he because i needed a, a last minute.com haircut one time and he sorted me out perfectly and i'm like i'm going to continue coming to you because i really like it and it's a turkish guy yeah. but and he he does like the hot towel uh, he does like you, he, you he go to you, turkish barber suit don't you Shiggs? Yeah, man. I, I'll never turn back either. When you find your guy, you find your guy. So you I, find I, your I, guy. I feel you. They use that. Spe- they you. use that nice limon. Um, uh, that the ointment around your neck, and it just it's got you smelling amazing. And then they give you Moroccan or not Moroccan. They give you like that Turkish tea or Turkish coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so yeah. I walk in, and the guy who one of the guys who I go to, he's already with someone. And then there's two, on that was sat waiting for someone. So I'm one of them is walking. It's a walking system, no, no appointments. It's just like you're nah, it's just walk, okay. straight walking. Because it's a Tuesday, okay. right? So I wasn't. Oh, it was, yeah. Well, they, yeah. they weren't busy, but the two, there's two of them left sitting on the sofa waiting for a customer to come in, and one of them is the other guy that I go to. But the guy who I don't go to stood up straight away and was like, "Yeah, come and sit down." Oh no! And I'm just like, oh, no. so I kind of walk. <laughs> 
I hate those ones. I'm like, I've waited Sorry, three bro. months for it. <laughs> You, you have to do it. You have I to I walked say. straight past him and I went, mate, can I get you to come and do my hair? And I just avoided yeah. eye contact with the other guy completely. Wow. I've been there. You have to I... do it, man. I haven't had a trim for about three months now. So I'm I... not going I'm to, I'm not about to leave crying. I know what so... you mean. I mean, I, I, at my barbers, I would just say, oh, I'm just, I'm going to wait for Steve. That was the dude who was cutting my hair. So <laughs> it's not a very I mean, Turkish they, name. They... <laughs> I was gonna... He was actually Greek, this dude. Okay. Um, so is that a Greek thing? <laughs> it sounds like the most authentic <laughs> Turkish barbers. <laughs> Sorry for Steve. Yeah. Oi, Steve. Oi, Steve. Yeah, trim, mate. <laughs> this Turkish barber shop. Number one on the back, yeah. Oh not too, God. not too, not too much on the sides. Steve, bring the towel. Think, yeah, jazz. I, I think I'm pretty lucky that um, mine's appointment only, so I, I I'm guaranteed my guy, and it, so I couldn't do the stress of walking. That's just uh, not a stress a yeah, man needs. A big stress, yeah. What's the longest you've waited for a haircut? I've waited Jeez. three hours once. Oh my god! I'm not joking. I swear I to know. God, three hours. Mine's, mine's been about two hours because there were people that were waiting for the guy who I go to as well. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have to I do it, man. Paying. Like your trim changes your life almost. The, no, that, the, the amount of time I've sat waiting in the barbershop. Like, imagine <laughs> if you added up all that time. Bro, I swear to God, I go in with my, I make sure I have my Bose headphones. Some, once I even took my my MacBook because I was like, I'll, I'll get some work done here. <laughs> like, you know the way it's gonna happen. It's just how you're gonna kill that time, man. But these guys treat uh, you like, I mean, the guys who I go to, they treat me so yeah. well, man. They do like the hot, they do the hot towel, um, they do the wax it, on the, the 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 burning on the ears and all that. It's so refreshing. You feel like a new person when you walk out. Like you're full he of took, new energy. Full, full. literally. Yeah. I you're literally, literally bouncing morph into a brand new person each and every yeah. time I get a haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ever get your haircut and your car cleaned on the same day, on the same day, that feeling is better than sex, I think. That's, like, that's... For, for me, like... <laughs> word. That... Summer, that's summer, summertime, isn't it? It's like windows down, you see me in this fresh, clean whip with this fresh fade. It's... Yeah, you're playing like Rich the Kid, new freezer. Oh, oh my goodness! Jeez! Oh my it's goodness! It's a It's the best feeling. I haven't. Well, I haven't had a haircut now in like. I don't even know, man. I really like your hair. I really like how it look. For the for the listeners, let them let them know what's wagwan with the hair at the moment. How many inches are we talking? <laughs> five it foot looks, five. It, no, just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us the length of your hair and then the length of your piece. <laughs> no, just the my first piece. My hair goes down to my like the the start of my upper back. And then oh, do, like, do you do you just have it all pushed back or do you have it like in a bun? No, nah, I got like the Gareth, ha- Gareth Bale. Hair, hairband, hairband thing. He's gone okay, for the David okay. Beckham. The, the Argentine, you. you know, the, the 2006 David Beckham. you got to get the stubble going as well for the full David Beckham. Get a Mate, couple, David, couple, couple tats. Bex is like hair inspiration for the for everyone. He's, he's just had the best haircuts like the, all, the, all the time. Every He's been a skinhead. He's had like a faux hawk. He's had Conros. Yeah, bro, he's had he looked like a dickhead everything. there, to be honest. But... Yeah, that was a bit whack, but <laughs> we can forgive him. Bex is a bit of a legend. He can do anything. Uh, yeah, man. Do you know what's peak, though, man? Signs of aging with the barber. I'm starting to see, like, I'm getting more scared to go to the hairdressers every time I go. I'm starting well, to see more hairline. and more scalp. Uh, so you know, the worst thing is, like... you know when they start, like, brushing her hair from one side <laughs> to the next? And I'm like, excuse me. I'm like, hey. I'm like, I want to play in ignorance. And you know, the worst thing is when they say, oh, we're going to show you the back now. And I'm like, no, I don't need to see that. I don't need, I don't, I don't need that stress in my life. <laughs> you just walk out at that point. <laughs> Jazz, have you got thin hair? 
I can yeah, notice yeah, it, it more good, now. Bro. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the moment, uh, it looks pretty thick. Yeah, it looks pretty it looks, thick. It looks all right. Now it looks. Do you know what you can see that you can see the change though? You know, like obviously with you yourself. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things, man. Signs of aging, mate. Fucking god, man. Like you, you live till about eight, what eighty? Why have you got to start fucking aging at the age of thirty? Why can't you wait until like fifty or sixty years old? We're lucky though. Out? People in the past used to like thirty was the average life expectancy. Do you know what I mean? We're we're gifted with this extra fifty years. <laughs> yeah, I'll take 50. I'll, I'll take boldness for for fifty years yeah. for extra fifty years. Yeah, but it is long though. Do you even just throw some argan hair? oil in there? It'll clean out. Uh, It'll throw some argan oil on your scalp. It'll, I'm actually looking for some new shampoo. Thicken that shit right new... up. Aussie, Aussie is. I live by Aussie. Aussie shampoo. He loves that kangaroo thing. Is the best. You have you heard of the brand, Jazz? Aussie. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the one so with nice. the, the white. It's like the cream or cream beige purple, bottle cream, with the and then purple, purple top. Yeah, it's a really good brand. Yeah, it's, I, honestly, I've been using it for like I don't even know how many years, and it's it's never failed on me, man. Like. Cause I've been going through new shampoos. I've been trying a new shampoos because, like, I'm trying to go for that sulfate free, sulfate free, um, paraben free. Yeah, as much as natural as possible. Body shop too. Are you you're going Ayurvedic? Yeah. <laughs> I won't mind, man. I need something that's just going to stop this fucking shit from falling out. But <laughs> I, I don't. For someone who, who really like, I, I get my hair cut when I do get it cut, probably every two weeks. For someone who gets their hair cut that often, I don't. I don't think I look after it enough, man. Like, I, I use any shampoo that's there in my shower whatever's available it doesn't matter where it what it is it's just shampoo shampoo get it done in and out but maybe i need to start looking was it paraben free paraben free and sulfate free that's the shit that causes problems oh god yeah i feel it in the back but no argan oil i've actually been looking it's, it's funny you say um, argan oil because i've been looking for for something recently um with argan oil and uh yeah i mean do you know what there's this um there's this Instagram influencer who's come out with a hair oil. Her name is By Erim, and apparently uh, it's doing amazing for people. Its <laughs> eyes have popped out. You can tell. <laughs> I, I, got a, I, I got a bottle via Noops. So it's a black one. It's actually pretty sick. Is it good? Uh, where, while I was growing my hair in lockdown, or trying to anyway, um, I was using it, and it definitely made a big impact. I would say in strength of the hair and, and just how, how much it grew in a month, whilst using it was I, I noticed a difference but yeah that's amazing so yeah, i think man. it's something Pretty i'm good. definitely going to look to invest in. but it's like, four, it's like 40 quid a bottle 50 quid a bottle mate for your like hair that. man it's for your hair you got for your bar yeah. <laughs> it's Do your you have... that's your confidence <laughs> germany you white hairs jazz my beard i've started like little sprouts have started shooting out now i'm just like fucking snipping that shit asap i've seen like Tra- three or four in my hair and i'm like nah that's not on man that's it's too early man it's too early fam <laughs> The greys. The greys. Oh, God. So peak. It's okay, guys. You all look beautiful to me. I'm just I'm just happy that I'm... I'm just thankful that I'm engaged, man. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have no hope otherwise. I'd have no hope right now. <laughs> it's all right. Just do some Joe Wicks. It's, it's all good. It'll, uh, it'll fix everything. What's Joe Wicks? That's that the hit workout. That The whole... The YouTube. The hit workout. YouTube okay. style. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, how's yeah. that? How's that music meditation going, Jazz? Uh, oh good, yeah, um, Chicks. Good, actually. I did it. I've done it all. The... <laughs> they actually had a drum and bass track the other night, oh and I realized. I realized I made a mistake. There are words with lyrics. I mean, sorry, there are songs with obviously <laughs> words with lyrics. 
<laughs> there are there are songs with lyrics, but there are a lot a lot of instrumentals also. It depends on what part of the meditation you're in. Um, and actually, I, I, I invited our very own Vida Jagpile this morning, but he decided he couldn't be asked. So, you know, um, I did it on my own, but I love it. I feel like I don't think I could turn back. I'm going to stick by it. Well, my bad. I'll definitely join the next one. I uh, I was too early for me. I was asleep. Yeah, it was something like 9.30. But yeah, I know that's good. not that early, but I was asleep. <laughs> yeah. 9.30 is like 1am for you, Vid, isn't it? No, no, it's 9.30 his time. So oh. 5.30 your time. Um, but yeah, don't worry, don't worry, Vid. I won't hold any grudges. <laughs> please, please forgive me. Speaking speaking of grudges, guys, right? I, I, was, I was thinking about this during the week. Um... There's like a few family members I know, a few friends that I know, um, even I, I guess myself in the past. Um, do you do you guys? Well, number one, do you guys hold grudges? No. Number two, do you guys ever identify with people who do? No. And do you see that in someone? Like, do you can you can you tell a person that holds a grudge versus a person that doesn't hold a grudge? Because I can. I I, yeah. I I feel like I clearly identify like. It's just the extra baggage that this person's holding for, and it's their choice. It's like that's your choice to hold that baggage. So I never understood it, man. I just I got so much to say on this. <clears throat> but like, where, where does it stem from? Like, where does where does holding on to something? Pride. It must be your ego, also. Yeah, right? pride, but ego. it's all ego driven. I Inse- think. Insecurities. Mm. Exactly. I was gonna say one thing, which is um, holding on to anger is like, you know. It's like holding a hot coal and thinking that someone else is going to get hurt. You know, it's just, yeah. that's not how it works. <laughs> You're only hurting it's... yourself. It's poison. <laughs> I think it can be very frustrating, though. Like when you see someone who's holding a grudge and you know that you can see you can see exactly what your analogy that you've just mentioned. The fact is that they're holding on because they want the other person to feel hurt. But the other person doesn't care because they're living carefree and living their life. Right. But it, how can you how like it's very hard to articulate to the other person. Like, yeah, I don't feel like you should hold a grudge because. I don't know how you know it could blow their fuse, or they could be like they could get defensive. Is it's it very impacting hard your relationship that. with them? I, I would say in the past it, it definitely has. Um, so it prevents a, us. So a grudge that someone has had with someone else has impacted the relationship you've held with that person. I, th- I think the person that I'm referring to in my in my in my references is it Prash? Is Prash <laughs> classic? Um, um, I, I I feel like it. They they held they held multiple grudges, and I and I saw the. They would hold grudges with stuff like, oh, this, did you see the way she looked at me? And then three years later, they would still be hanging on to that. Like, did you see the way she looked at me? And I'm like, I can't believe three years ago, you like, you don't even know if this communication really happened. But you're still holding on to this and you're letting it impact your evening. Or like we might have met in a wedding reception and that person was there. And she's like, that other, um, the person that's holding grudges is not having a good time because they're like, oh, I can't believe the person who gave me a bad look is sitting right there. And I, I've never, I just couldn't understand. I'm like, so you're letting someone who you don't know influence your whole night over something that you don't even know that's really even there. And it, it just... it, does it really become about that person or does it become about what they're seeing in themselves? It, it, I, think it, I think it could be that. This is what I mean. I, I don't know the answer, bro. Like I, I, I'm just interested to know what your thoughts are because it's, it's prevented myself and the person who holds a lot of grudges from having clear communication because I'm worried that like she might hold on or he might hold on to something that I say or or do, so it's it's like almost you're treading on eggshells. Make sure that you're not the next person who gets a grudge. Damn, it's pretty deep. It's pretty deep. I can't, is, yeah, it's, I struggle to deal with that kind of stuff. It's quite a personal thing, so I don't think there's a 
answer at all. I think it's just like a matter of time until they get over it. But, you know, you either have to be a counsellor or you've got to like be extraordinarily close to that person to be able to address that there and then because it could get it could turn terribly sour very quickly. Um, I think, think, yeah, I I think you're right, Prash. For me, life's too short. Hmm. Life's too short to hold to hold any kind of something like that. You know, if, for me, the the way I see it, is if, if something's done something, sorry, sorry, if someone's done something that I'm not happy with or that I is gonna, you know, make me mad or something, I just like to talk about talk talk to them about it directly, and then Agreed. if I'll I'll do that like once or twice, and if if after that it's still an issue or it's still happening, at that point I just distance myself and I just put my own peace first. Yeah, and yeah, that's 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 the only way. That's, that's an interesting way of putting it. No, that's a really good way of putting it because for me, I kind of don't like mentioning things because I feel like as a person, you should know when you've crossed the boundary with something, right? And if you've chosen to keep on crossing a boundary, right, or you're holding a grudge and you keep on crossing and you keep on crossing a boundary, that means that there's something in you that's enabling you to do that. And at that point, I would kind of want to dip out and just be like, I don't want to actually be involved with who you are because yeah. I'm not comfortable with you. Which because this is something you are repeatedly doing, and you're complete. You're repeatedly holding on to. And energies are contagious, right? Hundred percent. I, I I would agree with that. But imagine this is someone that you care about, right? Imagine this is someone That's that once stuff. upon a time maybe maybe wasn't uh, wasn't as negative and holding on to grudges and was quite a positive person. But over time, you know, life has worn them down and they've become someone who's like this yeah and you you want to come from a place of compassion and mm. kindness and be like i want to give this person another chance but truthfully you're you are disturbing like you said Vid, you're disturbing your own peace in that moment because it's like you've had these one or two conversations with her and or him and it's not gone that well um you know if you're close yeah. enough to the person though and they mean a lot and you know that they're going to stick around for a while then it's worth kind of putting yourself at not at, in jeopardy but it's almost worth working at it making sure that you can support and just taking their just taking some of their load off them and almost bringing that swarming yourself in that negative energy because it's worth it you care about the person and you know and i think you'll know when to distance yourself from it and when to pull out but i also think there is a culture of of but it's risky on someone else pulling out can be risky yeah (laughs) (laughs) what if jazz for example what if you have your this is completely hypothetical what if you have your own mental health problems going on at the same time and it's very important that you stay positive and you stay at peace and anything can disrupt that, right? Like, it's, it's, what I'm trying to get at is that it's such a fine balance in trying to help someone mm-hmm. try, and ident- try and see this mm-hmm. and, and putting yourself at risk mm-hmm. and then kind of absorbing that energy. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. What I think is, though, like, you have to be willing to put the... You have to have the time and the effort and the energy to it's not something that can be resolved over one conversation. Like if you think you're not going to have time for the person because you're super busy for like a month, what's the point of even initiating the conversation? You have to go into this thinking, okay, this is going to be a bit of a long haul. Have I got the time and energy? Yeah. Okay. This is or not, not have I, when I have the time and energy, I will full, go full out and, you know, block out three weekends or, or two weekends. It, it can't just be like, Oh, one little three-hour conversation and then just leave it because nothing gets resolved over that. It's like a if you really, really want to help someone, then you've got to put like and and they're in that dire state. You've got to 
you yourself have to accommodate for all that time. And then if you're comfortable with that, then go ahead with it. But otherwise, in, in my opinion, you can't just resolve these things over a conversation or a, or a, or a coffee or a whatever you call it. If these, yes, are deep, if these are deep-rooted issues, then this is something that you can almost expect to take years mm. of re-engineering yourself, yeah. and re-engineering the way you just see and perceive everything. Yeah, you're because literally rewiring ta- the way someone thinks. Sorry, yeah. No, 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 it's absolutely, so, it's absolutely right. Like, you almost need to come to... It's, you don't have to accept that things are the change, but you just need to come to terms with the fact that there's nothing you can do to some, some, sometimes change mm. what's going on around you. Just try and settle things within yourself but i also think it also comes from a a a culture that we like to that as humans we like to blame everyone else before we like to blame ourselves Mm -hmm. and the moment we can figure that out that it's probably not going to be everyone else i don't know i think that 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 step i think is one of the key things that needs to be broached first before anything is self self accountability I, I completely uh, agree with what you say, man. And I think uh, Prash hit the nail on the head earlier when you spoke about counselling. I think sometimes things have to be left to the professionals because yeah. it can take years of re-engineering. 100. And I think therapy, especially as Indians, as Indian males anyway, we don't talk about it enough. I don't think enough people go to therapy and talk about some of the bullshit they face as children or some of the bullshit they face now and, and you know, actually have someone to outlet. That's not your friends, not your family who can give you an almost you know, uh, unconscious, unconscious bias. Like if they're your friends, even though they want to help you and they're going to try and remain, you know, uh, as balanced as possible, it's likely they're going to say that's something that's going to be what you want to hear at the time. Whereas if you go to a psychologist, they've got the professional tools to help you re-engineer your brain or whatever it is that's inside, you know. This is a really important conversation. It's it is. It is. It's important that you said that, Chicks, because there's funny that not funny that you say but there's two people that i'm aware of that have taken that big step in obtaining professional help yeah and i've seen them better for it as a result amazing and i think that's it and the transition and a lot of a lot thing i didn't go too deep into the conversations about it with them because i think that's obviously a very personal thing but you could just tell they're so much more assured about themselves and i I think think that's where I think it takes a it's a brave move to make. It's it's completely brave because you're becoming completely vulnerable at that stage. Mm. At that stage, you're saying, "Okay, look, I need help." Like that's that's what you're essentially what you're saying at the time. But I think the point um, I want to try and get across is that you mentioned you don't you didn't want to you didn't want to go and chat to them about it. But why is that? It, at the end of the day, if you break your arm and you get injured and you have a cast on like Bishan, you're gonna say, "What happened to your arm?" Right? Like same as if you have if you're hurt mentally if you're hurt if you're hurting, you're going to the doctor to fix that that ailment that you have right, and we should be able to talk about it that freely, in my opinion anyway. Agreed. But I understand I understand that obviously due to the way the world works and the way we've been conditioned socially that it's not going to be that way anytime soon. But hopefully one day I want to see that, like I want to be I want people to be able to be so open with one another. Say you know what man my, my mentally I've just not been hundred percent here. Um, for X, Y, and Z, we don't. I just don't think as as males and as brown males, especially, we never talk about that enough. We do though, between us four, yeah. we do. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's what's so unique, and I, I think that's what definitely brings me closer to you guys because I can. But do you think it's something that should be shared so openly across like a multitude of different people? Because I almost feel that sometimes when you talk about things a bit too much or to everyone, it almost dilutes what you're going through. And it doesn't place enough emphasis. Like I take pride in the fact that if let's just say if I am going through something, 
I've yeah. got the comfort of being able to open up to you guys, knowing that I can tell you the full story. You'll give me the time of day to hear everything. Because sometimes it's you can't just say, I'm not feeling good because of X, Y, and Z, and it can be done. You have to know the entire narrative around the story to be able to gauge or make an assessment and therefore be able to provide some sort of constructive feedback on it, right? You know what? You, you know you, yeah. the whole point of constructive feedback? Sometimes it's actually just amazing if I just call one of you and I just vent or talk and that's the yeah. kind of that's all I really look for. And then if, if for some reason you, they do provide feedback when I'm not, when I don't really want you, the thing is with feedback is a very touchy, touchy thing because I think sometimes just listening is more powerful than always trying to solve. And I think a lot of the time people are, people think helping is by, Solving. solving it's classic it's classic I'm... male versus female approach the man likes to you know it's the classic thing like a, a, a woman in a couple is like going through something and the man's like how can i fix this you know she's having an issue at work and the guy's like how can i fix this issue and then the, the thing what, is what the woman really wants is just someone to listen to what she's going through and you know um empathize, exactly. empathize with her and just hear her thoughts that's so true i i i hear what you're saying Prash, because i mean i'm guilty of it I sometimes when my friends are, are just venting and telling me about what's mm. going on, I, I feel like I'm listening with a solution-based approach. Mm. It's what I do for work. It's what I do for music. It's what I do most times, like like you said, Vid, right? So I'm listening and I'm trying to fix it as, as they're telling the story. But really, I should just be opening my head and my ears and just listen, mm. like see what's happening, not trying to fix or come up with suggestions. Like, oh, maybe you should do this or maybe you should that. Because mm. that, that can get even worse for someone, you right? Can. Like, it, can, like, it can be like... That's not really what I'm trying to hear right now, but okay. Honestly, it makes the situation worse because the other person then feels even worse by not thinking about what you thought about out of, and you're thinking about it out of the perspective it's in, right? So it's so easy to give the correct answer or whatever you think the correct answer is, but in the heat of the moment, they didn't think about it. So don't then, yeah, you know. No, no, I completely, I, I'm, I'm with you there, man. Cool, cool. I think we need to we need to look to close soon. So there's a couple more things. Uh, what do you guys think about Stormzy airing Chip? <laughs> I think he's, <laughs> I think he's doing it in a way that I'm not gonna. I don't need you to dictate when I'm gonna when when you want me to respond. Which is I'll dope. My own time. Just how it should be. Like I said earlier, like Chip may have written these songs over months and months. Do I'll that. be honest. I feel like <laughs> Chip took inspiration from Drake, and he released two tracks for sure. Do the back to back. For sure, he did. He did, and he wanted that. He wanted that narrative with with Stormzy. He wanted that kind of publicity that me sure and Drake had at that point in time, and he's not getting it. So Stormzy's airing it. Stormzy's I think gonna, that's Stormzy's gonna come back a... talking about Chip's unknown son. That's what's about to happen. That's the only way to win it. That's the only way. Stormzy yeah. will come back with something amazing. The Drake. ultimate chess move. Oh my god, that's crazy. And also, I've got to say one thing. Yeah. Um, I saw a video on Twitter of Wiley being like, Stormzy, you got to say something. You got, he spoke to you. you got to speak to him. And I'm like, when did you respond to Devlin, Wiley? You know, <laughs> Devlin came at you and you said nothing. So Wiley, um, Wiley's an interesting one, man. He's done so much for the grime scene. He's just, like, trying, you to can't... Stoke, he's just trying to stoke the flames, you know? He's, he's he, living on legacy, though. He's a live wire, bruv. He, like, he's a loose cannon. Like, you don't know what's coming next with Wiley. Like, it, it's very, he's so unpredictable. Yeah. Vid, what do you think about it? What do you think about his, uh, his, uh, that Stormzy not responding just yet? I, I, I'm, I, well, I think is he can do what he wants. You know, don't 
give in to public pressure or anyone's pressure. And yeah, like I said, I think Chip took time to write these songs and it's it's like I said in the last episode, it's unfair to be like, Oh, where's your response in forty eight hours? It's uh you know, it's just it's it's just like attention grabbing and yeah. What about you, Press? Um, to be fair with you, when it comes to all these things, like all these rap beefs and grind beefs, it's all just like it's I think it is I don't know maybe it's just me but some of it just might be staged man like it probably isn't but it could be just like yo let's just create some drama let's just get some yeah. heat let's just like yeah. like oh like, they're definitely just DMing to the like oh this is so jokes like yeah 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 <laughs> I don't know why but a part of me genuinely thinks that majority I think the majority of this thing like, is because all... if we were them we would do the same thing exactly <laughs> what it's going to do is just fill your pockets up yeah so why not exactly there's no, there's no i almost feel like they almost know like they don't need to say it to each other that we're mm. gonna clash or that this is staged like we know that this is not really gonna be a long thing let's just let's just ride this wave while we can they're yeah like, like it's like they're like it's mid-pandemic everyone is watching ig you know 25 hours a day yeah. let's create a little hype there's what let's i got let's get them to focus on us <laughs> i got two questions for all of you guys right number one who's a better Rapper, Chip or Stormzy? Chip. Chip. Number two. Wow. That's what about you, Fresh? Lyrically, yeah. I, I yeah, okay, fine. Lyrically Chip, but I just love Stormzy's like heavy hitting bars <laughs> and they're just I gotta say it's not as it's not as uh, easy as just saying chip straight away. I think it's quite close, but chip does take it for me. Um but yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Technically I think technically Chip's like edging. Fair. But he's been in the game since he was like twelve years old. He yeah. dropped that track like it's mad. But anyway, the other thing is, what is the best diss track of all time? You already know my answer. So. Great question. Love that question. Uh, it's for me. It's Ether. For those who don't know, that's Nas. Right? Nas sending for Jay. Nas yeah. sending for Jay. I mean, yeah. Got to be the best song of all time. Closely followed, potentially. I mean, back back to back is in the list, obviously. What about what about you, Jazz? Is it Duffy Freestyle? Was it no no? Is it the story of Adonis or something? No no no. Added I on. think um, do you know um, I can't remember it, but the name of it. But you know the one where Eminem is dissing Nick Cannon. Yo, Eminem has so many. That's called the warning. The warning. Um, I think that was pro. I was I was cracking up. Bruv. I don't think I've ever laughed mm. so much at a track. He's so good like, on that. He's like he's like we ain't even a third of the way through. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just ruined, mate. Because I'm just thinking, like, what can Nick Cannon say back to that and not cry? It's like, he's like, bustle, his... bustle over your belly and ejaculated prematurely. If, and if it's embarrassing me, it's embarrassing you. And don't you dare say it isn't true. I'm a hair away from dissing you and getting sued. Vid, you're like yeah. the lyrical encyclopedia, bro. I don't know how the fuck you pulled that one out. I have no idea. Eminem, <laughs> Eminem diss tracks, I, I have, like, mem- memorized because I literally listen to them all the time. There's one called Girls where he's dissing Limp Biscuit. You should go check that one out. He goes off. Oh, yeah, they had the little battle, right, like, back in the day. Um, Did it? About... Um, yeah. Fresh. Wasn't, wasn't Pusha T? Didn't Pusha T have one? Yeah, yeah, he, he did ruin Drake's life. <laughs> well, that's debatable, bruv. Let's let's uh let's debate. Ooh, debate, yeah. bruv. He outed his kid. There is nothing more that Drake could have done to but the, come back to that. But the Drake's re- response was harder than the actual track. The fact yeah. that he mentioned the kid was fine. Yeah, he, he won that battle. But the track versus track. No, Drake's but bro, imagine you've hidden a kid for a long, 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 long time. He, he wasn't hiding in in the basement. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, it's but a he cave didn't know, or some shit. No. no. Yeah, he's not hiding you're it. You're playing into the Twitter hype. 
You're yeah, playing yeah, into no, a but, narrative right now. That's what no, I didn't even about. think. I didn't even think that 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 was even that big of a deal. I was like, no, because so Drake being Drake being who he is, uh, being the as public as he is, right? He would want that level of privacy for his kid, right? Because even do you know when he came out with the song, um, in Scorpion, when when he's writing when he he's made that song that he emotionless he wants to listen to emotionless, yeah, emotionless. I almost think that he he didn't want that life for him to be in the in the public eye like that. So the fact that Pusha T has just been like, "Fuck you," here it is, everyone. But like that's 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 the last shot Pusha T had. Like he's got nothing else. So that's why Agreed. it was it was less impressive for me. I was like, "What else do you have?" As an artist, yeah. I don't. I just they're just not even on the same on playing field. Of course, I'm like, it's I a low was... blow. Did um did any old school like did any like Tupac or Biggie? Did they have any good diss tracks or did they have, like? <laughs> they're the did... best diss tracks. Yeah, like, who shot you? Hit him up. Bro, hit oh, him yeah. up was him was up. unbelievable. That was... They just ended up charting their diss tracks. Pretty much every song, pretty much every song by Tupac is a, is a subliminal diss is a to Biggie someone. Diss. <laughs> kicking kicking the door is one of the best. Listen, um, speaking of Biggie, when we ride on enemies, <clears throat> go on. When we ride on who was that? Who was that diss? When we ride on the enemies. Generally, everyone, Nas, <laughs> everyone. Okay, so I got I got two things. So on on Biggie's, uh, obviously synonymous with Diddy. I think Diddy had some of the hardest verses from 2000 to 2010, where oh, he yeah. talked about nothing. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I need a girl, part two. Uh, he had D I D D Y. I don't want to know. Oh my God! Come on, man. These 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 verses were incredible. But D I D D Y is one of the best songs ever, and he literally—I don't know what he says yeah, in the whole song. It, it, <laughs> what's that? What's that? Don't was a bad boys for life. We ain't, we ain't. No, that I was, was that ringtone for like ten years. That it's a Bentley to you, to me, <laughs> it's a Nokia. blue car. <laughs> and then the other thing is, so. guys, you know, mo money, more mo problems. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's your favorite verse? Because I have no idea how Biggie. Biggie goes last, and he has like the hardest verse, pretty much ever. But every, by the by the time that verse comes around, the DJ's already mixed into the next track. So you never get <laughs> you never get to hear it. Like it's, it's a it's blasphemy. Yeah, that's obviously the yeah. best best that's verse. The best, yeah. But then I think I think on some songs, the best artist does usually go last. Like there's a lot of songs where Eminem is on a song with like multiple artists, and he's the last one. Like on. Um, the big, Isn't the he... big Sean track, the one with the Detroit people. I don't know where he is on that one, but there's one called "We All Die One Day" with M, Lloyd Banks, Fifty Cent, Tony Ayo, M goes last. All that old school stuff back in the day with D12, M would always go last on um, Fight Music. All, all that kind of stuff, he would always go last. So, best for last, usually, usually. Nowadays, they see that you see the other twist up when, like, on Rico. And you know Drake oh, before Meek, and yeah. it's it's interesting because my cousin and I were talking about this recently in a WhatsApp group about why why like on the on the Drake what, Heady song like why is why is Drake first? Uh, Drake, I I swear I swear Drake whenever he features in a song he's always first. I don't, I don't, I've never heard Drake second in any on um on Mr. Right on Sav- on Savage's album he's not first. Uh, and uh, and what about fucking problems? That's a fucking hard banger though. It's not a diss track. But all three of them go hard. And deuces. Oh shit the remix. Oh, that was hard. That was deuces nice. the one with Chris what, Chris Brown. Bro, when deuces came out everything in life was amazing. Like, yeah, I yeah. God, like the whole world was going smoothly. Yeah, there was nothing wrong with the world. <laughs> was that the time of Aston Martin music? Yeah yeah around, yeah, around, around that time that kind of era. <laughs> 
Uh, Before we wrap, <clears throat> I just want to say one thing. I know Jazz got to go soon. Jazz, yeah. fill me in on the last Sopranos episode. Anyone who hasn't seen it, stop listening. Oh, no, I haven't seen it since. Oh, you haven't watched since... it? No, I oh, haven't okay. seen it. I was I'm just going to say just one thing. Make sure you're watching it on TV because, like, you only get one first first chance to watch it through, you know. <laughs> you only get your first time once, as pre will tell you. But yeah, no, just um, just 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 uh, just um, trust me, watch it on TV because you'll regret it later if you watch it on your laptop. I'll watch it on TV. Exactly. No, I will take that into account, and uh, I'll definitely watch it. Guys, I'd love to go on chase. No, sorry, I, th- I was going to say it was it was on Sky Atlantic, I think. I don't know if you have Sky or Virgin or whatever. Oh, I'm watching it on Now TV. So oh, I've got there you go. Streaming access. I would love to carry this on, but um. Jazz, I think, has to go. I need to pee. Um, but this conversation <laughs> about like Biggie and Pac and Drizzy was super yeah. interesting. Let's pick this up next time. All right, wicked. Thank you, guys. Yeah, safe. this was sick. Safe Thanks, you. everyone, for listening again. You can find us on the Safe House Podcast. It's been real. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs>